This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today is all about family matters and the duality of that meaning and the expression of the family unit. But before we get that, get to that, I want to say to you all, the phone lines are open. I am taking your calls live. It's 877-230-3062. The first two callers receive a complimentary 30-minute intuitive consultation with myself, dear James. And as you know, one of the things that I always say right up front is have the courage to call in live. There has to be family issues going on because I certainly know that I have my fair share and in, in a beautiful way. But each time if we express that, if we can express what's going on in the family unit and try to get some clarity and direction, then possibilities and nuances and perspectives open up to us. And so again, Again, I want to say to you, have the courage to call in live, 877-230-3062. And I also want to make just a few announcements really quickly before we delve into the show. I'm excited to announce that on October 14th, exclusive content from the Dear James Advice column began appearing on intentblog.com. And intentblog.com is a division of intent.com which was founded and is run by CEO Malika Chopra, who was the daughter of Deepak Chopra. And so is it their site? It is an amazing site. Um, it's intent.com, and then you'll see a tab there that says intentblog.com. And it's all about setting and sharing your intentions. Um, and there couldn't be a better fit for me, um, I truly believe, in the setting of intentions because they are powerful and they are of your deepest desires in life. And so you'll be able to go and visit there. You can create and sign up if you'd like. It's free. And you can state your intentions, and people will follow them and share them and so forth. But you'll also be able to visit the James Advice column there. So take a look at that. One of the bigger deals as well, Mercury is ending its current and final retrograde cycle of 2014 on Saturday, 25th. So it's currently stationary, and it begins its forward movement again on Saturday. And there's approximately a two-week shadow phase, as we call it, um, before it really gets moving in full swing and back to where it was when it actually started retrograding. So I know for a lot of people, m this Mercury retrograde, as, it, as every time it comes along, it creates some havoc, if you will. But really, if we look at Mercury as this wonderful opportunity, the, the Mercury retrograde to slow down, gear down, as I say, and really look at what's been going on and take everything in stride because really it's giving you gifts. Mercury wants you to see things from a different perspective, to experience them again from a different perspective. And when we do that, we then have the ability to things or to gain that insight, those aha moments that we didn't maybe see the first time around. So everyone give Mercury retrograde a break and uh, and know that it's going direct now, ha-ha, in the first of uh, the year of 2015. It's a safe space. It's always a safe space with Dear James. So express yourself. It's Family Matters that jumps me into today's show. And it's all about family matters and the duality of that statement. That it can be about issues of the family. That we are dealing and learning with the family element. But it is 
also the act that family matters, meaning it matters what's going on and it matters that you have one, that you have a family. And when I say you have a family, let me also be clear about the fact that family is not just bloodlines. Family is what I call family, friends that you have such deep bonds with that you create a alternate family, if you will, a secondary family. And so no matter the makeup of your family, and whether that comes in a traditional way or a non-traditional way, the point and the, and the focal point is that family matters and that you're going to have family matters <laughs> to play on words and uh, play on phrases there. But the point really about family matters is that family matters are fundamental gifts of expansion and evolutionary growth. And I want you to take that in for a minute because what I'm saying here and what the universe is really trying to convey to us is we look at family and we typically, I have one of the most amazing families. I've been very blessed with my family. Um, and so while we have our, our own set of trials and tribulations and so forth, it's a very close, tight-knit, loving family. Um, but we tend to sometimes look at it just as that. And what a family, this family thing, this family unit, you know, it's my family. And we don't realize what the, what the universe is really saying to us is you are not just a family. You are caregivers to one another. You have a sacred commitment and contract with one another. And when we start visualizing and comprehending that we've chosen each other, and the family unit is crucial because it's a sacred soul group. It's one where we come into this with this concentrated, intense, sometimes short-lived, sometimes lifelong experience of learning. And it's a sacred circle. It's a sacred, close group. And we've chosen each other. And so they're wanting us to start looking at family and the fact that family matters. And you're, again, being a pun on this, your family matters. What's taking place in your, in your family group, in your family dynamic. They want you to start looking at it from a new perspective, with new eyes. This isn't just something you were born into and that you're stuck with and, oh, that's my family or, oh, you know, I hate my family or I love my family. It's you're not just a family and I can't say that enough. So when we start looking at the myth of we choose our friends but not our family, realize that you choose both. You've chosen all of it and you've chosen well. You chose each other for very specific reasons. And there are no accidents, as we know. There are no accidents. And so, even in the toughest of times, or the deepest of sorrows, or the coldest of care, we chose. And we chose for a reason. That reason is accelerated soul growth and evolution. We choose each other in this very coveted group, this coveted purpose, with the sole intention of achieving dynamic and sustained soul growth evolution. And I mentioned a moment ago that sometimes it comes in an accelerated fashion. And what I mean by that is sometimes we lose a parent or a child or a spouse or a sibling or a grandparent very quickly in life. And we, we feel like we've been robbed 
But the beauty in that choosing, that selection, that sacrifice of those that are departing us, that are leaving early, it is their sacrifice of a greater lesson. It is their sacrifice to us so that we might achieve accelerated growth and learning, wisdom and understanding. And to be certain, we absolutely um, get stuck sometimes in the learning phase, in the grief, in the despair, in the loss. However, once you're able to, again, look at this with clear eyes, with, a, with an open heart and soul, you'll come to understand the gift that is being given. Because sometimes they come to us, and, and there's a personal reference here that I will use, that sometimes we want loved ones to stay forever. And of course, we always want that. Um, but the amazing thing is sometimes they need to depart at the timing that they do in order to give us wings, in order to give us breath, um, and thereby their gift again is saying, I've brought you this far. I've given all I could give to you. And now it's up to you. So the dynamics of family are very, very deep. They're, they're far, far reaching in terms of our soul growth and our evolution. And in this kind of coveted purpose, this coveted circle of sacred beings that we've chosen, we come to learn our greatest purposes, our greatest transcendence in this lifetime. Because what we do in this life matters. It alters everything that comes next. Now, fundamentally, I just heard the bells ringing and people are saying, well, what do you mean it comes next? You have to be of the mindset or the belief that if you have been here once, you will be here again. And what I'm talking about, of course, is past lives or multi-incarnational experiences that we are not just one entity at one time and it's over. We have a continual thread in our existence. Our souls are eternal. And so in our sacred soul groups, we look both friend, friend as family and, you know, the sacred friends and the sacred family. We choose our learning. We choose what we want to learn. And sometimes what's funny about this is, you know, I'm looking at my notes and I'm just saying about chance encounters. The interesting thing is that family itself can be a very sustained learning group. So we've talked about it can be accelerated, meaning that something happens catastrophically, if you will, happens and someone departs us. And or we have the gift of longevity, the gift of time. And so we have this sustained soul group. And each of us is mirroring to the other in this family unit. And as we're mirroring to one another, we get caught up in the lessons. And what they're, so, what they're showing me right now is that we get caught up in the lessons. And the, one of the greatest goals, if you take nothing from this show, if you take nothing away from this show other than the, the recognition or the, the possibility that you're not just a family, that you're far more. This family unit is far more. It's like the MBA, PhD of life because of its intensity, because of its um, sacredness, because of its soul-to-soul agreement it holds great importance. And we need to shift our consciousness. We need to shift our understanding to realize that the family that you are a part of is far more than just a family. 
it is your MBA program. It is your learning device. It is chosen. You chose it well. And if you can get beyond the superficialness of what's taking place on a day-to-day level and start looking at each other on a much deeper level, you start discerning the gifts, the aha moments, as I call them. Now, I want to tell you, before I go to the commercial break, I want to go and tell you a, a quick story of how this relates to me personally. Um, for some years, my mother would constantly turn to me and she would say things to me that literally made me feel like I was her husband. And it would make me very uncomfortable because at different times, my father would be sitting right next to her. And we would joke and say, oh, you know, I'd say, hello, do you not see your husband just sitting right next to you here? Here he is. And this would go on. And other times my mother would say to me, oh, I talked to your your daughter, I mean your sister. And these were repetitive themes. They kept happening. And so along my, along my journey, along my development, if you will, my, my spiritual and metaphysical development, I looked into past life regression. And it's and also known as multi-incarnational um, influences. And I'll explain the difference later about that. But the interesting thing was that I ended up doing this session on my own at my home. There was a recorded, I had a a recorded um, CD. And all of a sudden, very, very strongly and very clearly, I saw kind of 17th, 18th century England. And I saw us sitting in a very beautifully decorated formal kind of dining room, um, you know, a family of means and so forth. And I instantly recognized that it was myself as the husband. My wife was my mother in this current incarnation. And our daughter is my sister in this current incarnation. Now, you can imagine how that would freak anybody out. (laughs) So... But I watched the picture. I didn't, I didn't judge it. I just watched the picture. And I started discerning what was taking place in that moment, in that snapshot, in that essence and feeling. And after I came out of the actual session, like a flower, it began to bloom. And I was, began to have all of these aha moments of, oh, this makes such sense as to the dynamics that are playing out in our family unit now, today. The relationship between my sister and I and how we often, we have a, a, a deep fondness for one another, uh, for one another and, um, and a very close bond in the way that we connect with one another and the way that we discuss issues and things of that nature. Um, the way that my mother in this life does that with me. And it just answered so many questions. And so, again, the point and the reason I'm sharing this story with you is because when we start looking at the dynamic of the family unit and what is taking place and happening in this lifetime, you begin to see an entire different set of understandings come to the surface. And they help you to then start interacting with your family unit in a totally different way where I would have been uncomfortable and annoyed with that before I came into great ease and understanding after I saw it. Now I'm not going to lie to you. It absolutely freaked me out, but the gift of that understanding has opened far more um, moments, beautiful moments of understanding and compassion and empathy and an ability to communicate than that momentary 
moment of, of freaking out, if you will. So we're going to go to a break quickly, and we're going to take a, a station break. And you're listening to Dear James live on the radio. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. We're discussing family matters. And when we come back, again, the phone lines are open to take your calls live. It does not need to be on topic. So if you're dealing with something or there's a challenge, whether it be life, work, love, whatever it may be, phone lines are open to take your call at 877-230-3062. We'll be back right after this break. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, They seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. We're discussing family matters today. And before I go on to uh, go into some of the other aspects of the show, I want to take my first caller, Raul, from Seattle. Hello, Raul. Dear James, hello. Good morning. I have to call in. (laughs) Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. First, I wanted to thank you uh, for your free reading. It was spectacular. Your 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 voice still resonated in my head. Uh, I'm still working on my uh, my stuff. So uh, this is part of it, actually. Ah, wonderful. Okay. Uh, Tell well, me you know, what's going on. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about you know you you talked about care, being caregivers and uh, being part of a sacred soul group. Um, and something didn't feel right because in a way that I understand it, um, I believe my mom and my sister are totally teaching me something about boundaries, but I'm kind of tired of, of, of carrying their stuff, their emotional stuff. And I don't know how to, how to protect or isolate myself or live with that. Hmm. Okay. Well, as you were saying that, the first thing that literally was in my mind and, and seeing it was lay it down. You mm. are the one carrying their stuff. Do you see that? Yeah, absolutely. You are the one with the wheelbarrow 
I mean, they're literally showing me the old school, uh, the Cossack that goes on your back or, you know, with the burlap or the, the old wooden wheelbarrow wagon. And what that's saying to me, because they're showing it to me in that term also, is that it's, this is a very, um, this is many lifetimes. Okay. Because they're showing me the, the history, the longevity of your, um, your soul evolution, number one, but also the dynamic between this family unit, these souls, these sacred souls. And so you're having a hard time putting down, you know, the stuff because you've been carrying it around for a long, well, they're saying forever. You've been carrying it around forever mm-hmm. for a very long time. And that's exactly the point of the lesson for you to realize I've been carrying this stuff. I, I wish there were other words I could use on the air, but I can't. <laughs> there are. <laughs> yeah, you see where I wanted to go with that. Yeah. There are. This, this is your opportunity, Raul, in this lifetime to. So lay this crap down. It's it's not for you to carry. They keep presenting it to you because you keep picking it up. <laughs> you see that? Yep, I am Mr. Empath. So uh, after that, after <laughs> I try to after try to make a decision or, or say you know set some kind of a boundary, then guilt comes along, right? Well, yes, and let me say something too because this is this has emotional ties to it. You cannot save them. That's not your job or your role in this, in any lifetime. But certainly not in this one. And you keep trying to save them. You try, you keep trying to be everything that you know they are uh, capable of, but that they do not themselves achieve. Mm. And the guilt then comes in when you then feel bad about your successes, your freedoms, your liberations. Mm. Because that's truly what your soul wants is this freedom and this liberation, Mm -hmm. this success. And you've, you've been, um, they're the mirrors for you. They're the mirrors for you to say to yourself, to your own soul, will I lay this down? Will I choose my own success, my own happiness? Or will I abandon it? based on the the self-imposed obligations of others. You know what is so, uh, so incredibly magical, what you're saying, is that that's what I've been doing with my, uh, my relationships in the past, try to fix them and help them as much as I can, change them, influence them in a way that they can be better, and everything seems to be coming together right now. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it, it's like a really beautifully orchestrated, you know, the universe is showing me that, you know, when you hit a four-way intersection and the lights are supposed to be a certain way so that everything flows smoothly, and all of a sudden the, the lights are all flashing and people are just ramming into each other. <laughs> mm. And it's because you're meant to see this kind of pile-up. You know, you, you're meant to remove yourself it, it it's as if when, once you remove yourself from, you know, and and there's a there's a, a label they're giving me that I, I need to give for you. You you're an enabler. You're the greatest <laughs> guy. You are one of the greatest guys, and I love your soul. You know this to be true. But you're an enabler, and the minute you stop enabling, even yourself. Because out of your deep, deep, deep um, need and desire 
to be a caregiver, you've you've done it even at your own expense. You've you've become an enabler of yourself because it makes you feel good. Mm. And so once you once you re, once you start addressing that label and you start asking am i enabling first and foremost myself and am i and or enabling others by my actions you'll stop doing it mm-hmm. because you're now going to be very consciously aware you're going to go oh, that damn dear james calls me an enabler <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But the no, beauty it, of it. Yeah. Well, just Raul, the beauty of it is that it will give you pause, which will then give you reflection, which will then give you clarity. And that's that's the real gift. That's the way you're going to transcend laying all this down and not being an enabler anymore and choosing your success, your happiness. That's what you're meant to do in this lifetime. Wow. That's a little bit so, beyond powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So, powerful, you know powerful. what? And, and let me give you just a little piece of, you know, they're, they're kind of giving me a little bit of a, mm, only because they want you to know they're going to be fine. Mom and sister and family are going to be fine. There might be some, you know, um, transitionary um, pains, <laughs> but for all of you, but the beauty is that you will, you will all survive this and you'll come to appreciate the freedoms because don't forget, they, they're also the, in, um, Mentally, kind of within their soul, mentally, they're dependent on you. They don't make decisions without talking to you. Raul, what do you think? What do you think? Should I? Could I? Would I? Could I? Should I? Mm. Uh, uh, uh. And, it, and it's as if every time the phone rings, you inside your soul, it goes, Ugh, and it sinks. Because you know it's coming. Yeah. True? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So when you then give this gift of freedom, because you're giving it to yourself, and by default, you're giving it to them. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. So don't you know, look at it in the beauty that you're going to have ample time to uh, test this out, <laughs> is what they're saying to me. Because they want you, you signed up for this. This is your life lesson, and you signed up for it. And so yeah. you, you, are, you are meant to transcend it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, pretty powerful. It feels, it feels true to me. So, I, again, thank you very much. Very powerful. You're, you're most yeah. welcome. You're most welcome. Go forth and conquer and lay that crap down. I will do. I'll, I'll do. All right. Yeah. All thank right. you very much. You're welcome. Many blessings to you, Raul. Back to you. Have a beautiful day. You too. So therein lies what we're talking about in a family dynamic, in a family setting. How when we start looking at the family unit with or through the lens by which we see our our past lives, our multi-incarnations, and we start seeing the dynamic that's playing out. Then we have a better, we can gain a better understanding of what were the past relationships that we had. And like in Raul's case, um, very many, 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 many layers of past lives playing out there where he took the burden. He held the burden for this soul group. And the, and the funny thing about this is on the surface, as though he's doing that again. Under the guises of giving him liberation. 
they make it so painful for him, so hard, because what he asked them to do was to allow him to experience freedom, success, liberation, completely, totally. And how better to do that than to be that which propels it forward. That's what's taking place there with Raul. And so, once he realizes, ah, you're really a gift to me. You come in this package, you come wrapped in this package so that I will experience my transcendence, my liberation, my freedom. I'd like to go to my next caller, Jan from Ohio. Hello, Jan. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm talking to you. How could I not be great? <laughs> well, thank you. You're like, well, you might want to wait on that one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Go ahead. Tell me what's... Good. Express yourself. What's happening? Okay, so I talked to you a while back, and we talked about um, that, you know, I basically asked the universe for, you know, a different possibility, and I got that, and you said that my time was up, and that I could continue on, but it would be not without two-by-fours were the words that you used. And right. so I just wondered, I feel like I've been trying to follow my heart, my gut, you know, what I think is my truth, and I just wondered how I'm doing with that. Well, what they're saying to me, and I'm trying not, well, I'm going to laugh. See, I'm going to laugh. Um they're basically showing me that you have, you're on the fence. You're, you're, I've got two metaphors for you. You're straddling the fence and you've got your toe in the water. That, okay. are you, do you understand what I'm, yeah? So yeah. you haven't really committed. You're out there, um, you've made good movement, so don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say that you haven't made good movement. Um, because you are thinking about this, and you're thinking about it a lot, is what they're saying to me. It, it, it's, um, it's, what they're saying to me is that in your head, I mean, literally, it's like your whole being has been going over this and over this and over this of, I know what I'm supposed to do, and I know how to get there, but I'm deathly afraid. Because, well, what happens if it doesn't work out? Yes? Well, no, actually, I mean... I no? think there's lots of no. I feel right, like on. I feel like I have let a ton of things shift, literally, and and I really don't know what to do next. Hmm. So I've allowed what I've done different is that as things are shifting and changing, rather than trying to block it and get in the way, you know, I've just been true to my heart and listened to my gut and. And instead of taking change personally and beating myself up with that two by four, I've just been allowing, allowing whatever's going to happen, going to happen. But, but I can see how that could be considered toe in the water. I just don't know. I don't have any strong leaning one way or the other. Yeah, because, well, because what I'm getting, and this is what I'm getting, so uh, is there's a very strong, again, and it's funny because we're talking about success. I mean, um, and I, and I say that because of the, the previous caller, Raul. And there's, in all of us, we want this level of success, meaning, and success not meaning to accomplish the goal. And you're wanting to move forward. You're wanting, so that's the success that I'm talking about. Um, but there, I want to live saying, from my gut and not my head. It, right, exactly. But they're also, and, and while you have made great strides, and that's what they're saying, you've made these great strides. It's it's almost as if what they're what they're trying to articulate to me, and you know it's Mercury retrograde, so I'm 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 uh, that hampers communication. But what they're saying is, by in your mind, what I hear you saying in your mind is you've let go and you are on this path and you're going the you know you you've made yourself commit you're committed now, and 
and yet you're wondering where it is and where I go and everything. And what I'm saying to you is they're saying to me, yes, she's done all that. Those are truths. But you're not understanding the... Um, um, it's not about just letting go. It's about coming into, being, fully being. Right. Fully accepting. It's, and right. that's why I say it's like there's, you're sitting on the fence, not in indecision, but is in a car in neutral. And you have your toe. And they're showing me the toe in the water means you have your toe in the water in the in the right place. It's not in the it's not in the backwards place. They're showing it me, you know, they're showing it to me in the forward place of where you are meant to go. But it's as if your boat is stalled. The car is in neutral. Things are happening. But that's like sitting in a, you know, I mean, it, it, you're sitting in a boat, right? And there's no motor and you're not using oars. Right. The, effect, the, the effects of nature, if you will, other people, circumstance and everything are going to affect you, right. your vessel, because it's sitting in neutral. So, oh, that wind, you know, that gale of wind hit me and it knocked me a little bit this way. I let that go. I let it go on by. I didn't become angry with it. Do you get where I'm going? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, actually, ahead, where that has happened. <laughs> what, what, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I guess the only thing I really can say that I'm doing better is that rather than, like I said, like you used the word two by fouring myself over when things don't go like I think it should, you know, I'm 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 open to whatever's going to happen. I just don't know. I don't I don't have a gut feeling one way or the other. So maybe that is like stalling, but. When something really okay. hits me, I, I know it in, inside. It's visceral, you know? And right now, there's there's not. Okay, well, one thing I want you to know and hear from the universe very clearly is everything's going better for you because mm -hmm. you took yourself out of reverse or out of park right. and got yourself to the engines running and um, I'm in a, a, a comfortable place of neutral and my toes in the right direction in the, in the water. That's huge. Yeah. That's, That's huge. huge. So give yourself amazing kudos because the two by four would have knocked you completely out of the park. And you said to yourself, no, 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 no I don't want to do that. So I'll come. I'm going to get over here. Right. And so they're giving you great, great credit, Jan, for for getting to this point and they're saying everything's going better. So, you know, to tell you, so that's good. What comes next? Because that's, that's the whole point of, okay, now what comes next and what comes next is becoming comfortable. And I'm going to use the analogy of a car because I want you to get comfortable with, and I even want you to do something. I want you to go down to a dealership and smell a new car. Okay. Okay? okay, open the doors, sit in it, open the doors, sit in it, feel what it feels like, take in the smell. And okay. then every time you're wondering what direction to go, breathe in, no matter where you are, just breathe in and see and feel and taste that smell, that feeling. Okay. And all of a sudden, you're going to start seeing this, there's going to be this anticipation and this enthusiasm that kind of starts building up in you. It's going to start welling up in you. Yeah. And you're going to then understand, oh, I'm not sitting on the fence anymore. In fact, I put my car in drive. And because you're meant to do this in a very measured way, they don't want you to go from zero to 90 in six seconds. Right. That's dangerous. Right. So, your approach to this so that you don't, so that you can handle the power that's coming to you. Cause you have, you harness a lot of power. You may not be aware of it yet or, and or I think you are, but you're afraid of it. You're going to have a lot of power. You're going to have a lot of sustainability. And that requires a great oneness with your vessel, with your path, with where you're going. 
Right. You don't want to be a rickshaw. You know, you don't want to be going down the luge, smacking the sides at 90 miles an hour. Right. That right. is not fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess, I guess to that end, I'll say like when it comes to things like vision boards and all that, where I, where I am, feel like I am pausing, but pausing in a good way is that I don't want to, you know, I think it's great to dream, but I don't, I've had enough of formulating ideas and goals that aren't for me. You know what I exactly. mean? That, that aren't true to me. And so I don't yes. want to make, a, I don't like the idea of vision board, but, you know, you know, a dreamscape, if you will, but for it to be my own. And I'm not, and, and that's where I feel like yeah. I, nothing's coming in. <laughs> you right. know, like a, like that, uh, comedian Russell Peters, when he's talking about his dad, his dad is Indian. He's like, nothing's coming in. <laughs> but that's, um. but, and, and, that, and exactly for that, because, at this moment in time, you're meant to get acquainted with this new vessel. And you're meant to see the great strides you've made and the path ahead, you know, the, the work and, the, and the, the vision. Don't get caught up on the destination. Know that it's going to come. Know that it's yours. You chose it. You've created it. There's no one that you're not going to miss the boat. You're not going to, you know, there, there's, it's yours. And so, but in order to sustain it, you know, even when you're on the luge, you know, going 90 miles an hour and you're banging the, you know, what's the whole concept of that is to get to the bottom as fast as possible without hitting the sides. Right. And it's, and it's the execution of the loge. Right. That gives you the gold medal mm-hmm. or leaves you at the bottom of the pile. Because you've right. banged up against the sides. And you're meant to be at the top of the pile. You're meant to be the gold. So that takes honing your craft and honing your comfort in. So you've moved from, I'm not doing it at all, and that was the two-by-four, to, I'm on the path. I'm in training. Right. So don't, don't, rush, don't rush the journey and feel like you're not getting the destination, you know, you're not going to get there or you're going to mess it up or something. Just get incredibly comfortable with fine tuning the oneness that you have with the vessel. And that's your soul source connection that I'm talking about. So get very, you know, this is about you getting really comfortable with listening and executing. And sometimes the execution is to do nothing. Right. You know, as you just said, because sometimes they're saying to you, hold. Right. And you have to listen. Can I I ask a kind of specific question? I need to do a meditation retreat. And I was thinking about whether or not I should do, like, I'm only required to do three days. But there's one out there that I'd like to go to that's like seven. Do you think I can handle that? When do you have to do this? When, When? What are the time frames? Uh, well, I have some options. I'd like to do it, you know, the, you know, before the end of the year. But really, it could be any time. Um, uh, I'm going to say to you, if you're going to, if you, because this is about rushing the gate. So, right. if you want to do the seven day one, you're going to need to do it in the early part of next year. And I don't mean like you know right out of January, but like March, February, March, April. Okay more so March, April is going to be because remember, what is that? It's close to spring. It's about blossoming. It's about yeah. renewal, rebirth. Right. Right. So if, cool. if I'm advising you on that, I would say to you, if the opportunity comes in April and it's a seven day, um, adventure odyssey, that's the right one. Yeah. If you can't wait, or if you want to add a two or three day one between now and then and still do the seven one, I would encourage that. Because again, two to three days sooner is a warm up, is a, mm-hmm. is a ramping up, you know, to right. the bigger picture. Cool. You know, training cool. wheels, no training wheels. <laughs> that type of thing. 
But if you tried to jump now and do seven days, uh, yeah, that's not going to be fun for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Well, I kind yeah. of figured. Well, thank so, you. I really appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thank you so much, Jan, for calling in. So you're listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is and then hear what Dear James has to say. We're discussing family matters, and I'm down to the last few minutes of the show, so I want to give you some wrap-up tips and tricks to take with you when you're looking at family matters within the family dynamic. And I'm going to have another show on this topic because there's so much to talk about in terms of multi-incarnational work and past lives, and I'd love to bring Chris Griscombe back from the Light Institute, um, who's just formidable on this topic. But think about these things. You're not just a family. You're accelerated or sustained learning centers, caregivers. Family learning is a two-way street. Become comfortable with this. Understand that the dynamic is not a one-way street. It's not a parent-child. It's not sibling to sibling. There's not this hierarchy, which is how we look at it. It's a two-way street. And start discerning the gifts that are coming on that two-way travel of communication. Invest in the benefits of multi-incarnational slash past life regression sessions and work. There are reputable reputable people throughout the globe. Um, You can do this at home as well, but begin the process because it is life-altering in the most beautiful way. Um, Be open to what is presented to you in this work. Don't judge it. Sit with it and let it unfold. Look beyond the surface dynamic being presented to you to discern the underlining learning dynamic, the gift. Like in Raul's case, if we stop at the surface, at the, at the surface it looks oppressive and burdensome when we realize they're playing their role perfectly so that we might transcend something, it's a massive gift. We need only see the gifts. Communicate, 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 and then listen and receive. There's a beautiful statement. When we pray, we're speaking to God. When we meditate, we're listening. So communicate and then receive. Listen. And then finally, understand there is more at play here than you just being a family. You are not just a family. You are a committed soul group seeking to experience expedited and or sustained soul growth and evolution. You chose each other. So open yourself to accepting and remembering why. Those are the gifts of family. It's why there are family matters at play, and it's why family matters. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. I look forward to speaking with you and hearing from you all next week. And as I always say, no matter where you are or whom you're with or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.